JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. There's been a write-up done, and this is based over the last three months. And what it's mm-hmm. gone into is all the suburbs throughout Wide Bay, uh, how many offences, criminal offences, have been made in each of those suburbs. And then it gives us a highlight on what the most common offence in that suburb was. Great. So it's a ranking of the worst crime rate suburbs in Bunny. The worst crime rate suburbs in mm. Bunny. And I asked you what you thought would be <laughs> would be the worst in our uh, beautiful okay. neck of the woods. I'm, uh, I'm going to lock in the Beban. The Beban. The worst crime rate in Bundaberg. <laughs> am I am I correct? I don't know. No, no. You, no? No, no, you're incorrect. Uh, the Beban. Was that so. close? Well, no, not really. Oh, I was thinking, you know, mm, bit of a bikies around there. No. <laughs> Whatever that means. What do, you, what do you mean? I don't know. What do you mean? What bikies? What do you know that I don't? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But tell me. Tell me. Who made the top list? Well, at fir- firstly, I'll start with, um, well, Fabiban, 43 offences. So okay. it's about middle of the rung. Um, oh. that, that'd sit. But um I will firstly start off by saying, where do you think um, your beautiful suburb Bagara. of Bagara would sit? Um, I would say all the coastal suburbs are probably a little bit lower down. Coastal suburbs mm, pretty maybe low. Maybe all retirees in that area. Well, you'd say generally. The lowest ones are, um, special special shout out, Coral Cove, only yep. two offences. Oh, great. Uh, Avondale only had two offences, mm-hmm. one of them a traffic offence and the other theft. Oh. Uh, and the the suburb with the least amount of crime was actually Monrepo with one oh. offence for property damage. But okay, good. In saying that, these places don't have as many people as, say, the middle of town, That's right? That's true. So it can can be a little bit skewed in that way, but mm-hmm. um, your beautiful suburb of Bagara actually ranks mm. third in the most <laughs> crime <laughs> suburbs no. in Wide Bay. No, Bagara. So this is is this offences uh, in Bagara or yeah. people from Bagara offenses offending offences in Bagara? So there's been Goodness. 160 over the last three months. The most common one of theft. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, second place, mm-hmm. Bundaberg West. Okay. 177 offences. Oh, that's a lot. Most of them being good order offences. Okay. Is this in a year or? This is over the last three months. Three months? Yeah, that's what Goodness yeah. me. Over the last three months. But the top one, taking it out. Oh, no. Uh, congratulations to the most criminal activity oh, over no. the last three months. No. Bundaberg Central. Congratulations, I think. Makes sense. Good offending, guys. Uh, 209 (laughs) offences, mostly including theft. Um, So, yeah, big big couple of months for Bundaberg Central. Stay safe out there, folks. They're different, but they're ours. (laughs) JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Well, there's a first for everything, JB. Okay, what's this time? Yesterday, I managed to get myself kicked out of a healthcare facility. This last 15 minutes has been too full on for anyone's Monday morning. I killed Meatloaf yep. and you yep. have been kicked out of a healthcare facility. Do I what? strike you as a person that would get kicked out of a place? Yeah, you're always carrying yeah. on in place. No, you're not. You're, look, you're a goody two-shoes. Yes, you're, and I'm proud. It's you fine. La- you last, the last thing you want to do is get in trouble. I can see you, if you get in trouble, nearly being in tears. Mm, embarrassed, apologetic, all those things. And yesterday was the day 
that I had for my booster jab. Okay, so you booked in. I just think. No, I just rocked up and I walked into the TAFE. Oh, okay. Mm. So you can do walk-ins at the TAFE. You can. I thought, oh, Sunday afternoon, I'm thinking maybe we'd be a little less busy. Yeah. But I brought a book just in case, thinking if there's a couple of hours wait, I've got nothing else to do. I'll just sit and wait. Okay. So what is the booster? Is it a three-month wait now? Did that change? Yeah, as of today, three months since your last dose of the second So since your second injection, Mm -hmm. you can get your booster three months after, so I might have to check yeah. mine out. Yeah. So I rocked up to the TAFE and I was thinking, okay, hopefully it's not too bad. Rock up and it's deserted. I think, this is beautiful. Yeah. I go up to the girl and I said, hey, I'm just, just walking in. She said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. Okay. Hand over the Medicare card. You know, she said, won't be a long wait. You can just walk straight through. So I did, and, you know, they're all chatting about they can take a coffee run and they can enjoy themselves and well, maybe they'll knock off a little bit earlier. These people would have been run off their feet for Absolutely. how long? And now to have a quiet day would be beautiful. Exactly right. And so I waited, went in, saw the noose, and the noose, the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the nurse, and she was like, you're here for your booster. And overly enthusiastic, I was like, I sure am. Yeah. So I was just so keen, I guess, to, to be able to put my health first and make sure I'm not going to put anyone else in in harm's way if I get COVID. So got the jab, all good. I was told to go and sit down for 15 minutes. I'm sitting there scrolling through my phone. There's probably like one other person there Mm. and it's it's fine. It's a very pleasant experience. Didn't have to wait. Then an absolute banger of a song comes on the stereo and it's a bit of a pop song, bit of music and I can't help myself. I'm in a good mood. So I'm banging my head back and forward. Oh, what a shit song. No, Um, it's a great song. So I was literally doing the dance moves. Everybody look to the left. Everybody look to the right. There's one other person sitting there. I'm not embarrassing myself in front of everybody else. It's just me. And all of a sudden I hear the lady who's at the uh, entrance call out, Julia. I said, yes. Julia, it's time for you to go. You don't need to hang around here anymore. So it turns out Barbara's thinking, I'm going to have an early knockoff. This girl has been here for half an hour dancing away to the music because she's so excited to get her booster. So you were sitting there for half an hour. Because I was just enjoying the time. Oh, but anyway, no, there you go. Up. I'm sorry, Barbara. I just want to apologise. Yeah. I hope you got the early finish yesterday. <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. I think I killed meatloaf. Oh, man. What? Yep. He I'm... only passed away the other day. Yeah, so... Tragic uh, news. N- tragic news. The uh, the rock and roll community um, has lost an absolute great one. Now, you may not know this, but Meatloaf is one of my favourite artists of all time. Then why did you kill him? Oh, I, not intentionally. I just think what? I did something wrong and that sent the universe into a spin and it why resulted in Why are you saying this on the radio? Dying. The because police are friends. I they need, could be listening and arrest you. I didn't physically do it, so you can't technically arrest me based on the universe's things. But so get this on Friday. So we got the news Friday night that Meatloaf had passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, um, first of all, this is my go-to karaoke song. Oh, it's a banger. For anyone who's seen me at a karaoke competition, I'll be seen belting out the full 10-minute melody. I do the woman part as you well. You do karaoke competitions. I have done karaoke competitions. I've won some karaoke you competitions. You do the woman and the man part. Not like a full-on, full-scale competition. I'm just tipsy at a pub <laughs> and a bunch of other tipsy people Cheer say, you, on. you win, and I get a voucher. So 
<laughs> me and my, I had lunch with a couple of friends on Friday, mm-hmm. and I won't name their names because they might not want to be parties to. Oh, they're accomplices. They're now. accomplices to the death of meatloaf. But we're sitting there having lunch at the club hotel. By the way, the chicken, the chicken lunch burger, delicious. Oh, oh southern fried chicken burger. Oh, stop. Oh, but um. Went to the club hotel, having lunch there, and we started talking about karaoke. Mm. And I said, my go-to karaoke song is Meatloaf, I Would Do Anything For Love. Yep, it's At a this classic. Point, there's been no talk about Meatloaf. Mm. I haven't spoken about Meatloaf at all. Yep. And we didn't know about any sickness, nothing at all. No. And so we start talking about Meatloaf and mm. how it's all funny, and then we start playing like... The instrument, my friend had an app on their phone and yeah. they started playing like the instrumental at the start of Meatloaf's song, I'd do anything for Cute. love. So you're really and getting so into we're getting theme. into the Meatloaf spirit. Yeah. I then drive home, I put on the full 10 minute rendition and I'm belting it out in my Toyota Hilux <laughs> getting home. in the brain. Literally two hours later, we get the word Meatloaf has passed away. So you have put two and two together and said, you know, this is obviously all my fault. We haven't spoken about Meatloaf in months. I haven't spoken about Meatloaf in forever. We haven't played him in ages. None of this has happened. Suddenly me and my two friends bring it up. Boom. (laughs) Meatloaf dies. No other explanation. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. And a very good morning to all the beauticians in Bundy out there. Yeah. Uh, you guys are absolutely life-changing. The people that do the spray tans, the waxes, the laser hair removal, you guys are the real MVPs. What, the people who conduct it or the people who go through the pain of beautifying Oh, I mean themselves? both. Um, I am usually on the side of the one getting inflicted with the pain, but um, beauty is pain, as they say. Honestly, um, <laughs> what, what ladies put themselves through... Mm-hmm. never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, look, um, it's a confidence thing, I guess, for a lot of people, but it also yeah. puts you in a position where, and not just ladies, but, you know, some men do it. Maybe they laser their back or their chest and that sort of thing. Yeah, I thought about getting a little on the shoulders. Get a little spray tan, JB? No, I no, don't need that. don't need what it. Got in? glowing olive skin? Yeah, it's fine. That's all good. But I suppose with some of these services, um, you you rock up and you're probably in your most vulnerable state. So, well, do you, can you talk me through this? Because sure. Obviously, I've never done it. You walk in. I'm <laughs> Imagine it's like a massage parlor that you walk in mm. and they go, all right, get your, get kit, your off. kit off, I'll mm-hmm. leave the room and they come back, am I right? That's it, right? So they say, I'll just let you to get changed, I'll leave you here. And then if and it's, say, a spray tan, you might just have a G-string on and then your front bits are on full display. I or you imagine, choose to be fully nude, it's up to you. I imagine it wouldn't, you wouldn't be feeling your best either. It, when mm. you're heading into the beautician, you're either feeling you're a little, the ugliest, absolutely. Little hairy, that's why you're there. Little pale, <laughs> little this. That's why you went to the place. That's the it. Time. But you know, they do their best to make you feel as confident as possible, and they yeah. chat about anything, even like hairdressers. They they talk about your your life story, right? Yeah. And you get really into you know what hap- what's happening with Janine's life, other than the fact that your boobs are hanging out, <laughs> or anything else, or right? Anything else. And so it happened to me on Saturday. You know, I was getting close with um with my laser hair removalist and I see her about once a month and you know I've I've been open on this show that um I've uh I guess had a bit of treatment on my behind. Yes, you did. You were very <laughs> friends open. of the show. You were quite um, open it's normal about we can talk about this as friends, but what I don't understand is when old Betty says you know, I'll just leave you to have a bit of privacy to get changed. So yeah. I get my kit off, I then get on the table 
spread the legs. She oh, does dear. her thing. And then she says, I'll just give you some privacy to get changed. I'm sorry. I have spent the last hour with you getting together. Why do we need privacy to get changed? I'll throw the dress on right here and now. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? I think I might need to apologise, maybe. To, to me? To you. Can you just repeat that? No. Um, <laughs> that's all you get. Okay. So, why do you need to apologise so to me? yesterday at this very time, you told us a story about yourself going to get your booster done, your, your mm-hmm. latest vaccine. My fires are down at the TAFE. Yeah, you went to the TAFE and got that all sorted. You said there was no one there at all. No, uh, it was great. And so that pushed me to go, yesterday I had to run a few errands. Yeah. And I was like, well... I may as well just go get it done. I was driving virtually straight past the TAFE there. Okay. So, Convenience. Uh, so I just pulled straight in, Beautiful. had a look, no queue at all. Just really? like you walked in. Even on a weekday. No one there at all. I walk straight in. She takes my Medicare stuff. She mm-hmm. goes through um, straight on in. I didn't even get a chance to sit down before the guy's like, all right, come <laughs> on through. Um, I actually learned something while I was there that they changed the rules. Not only that, it only has to be three months now since your last... Uh, vaccine. Yeah, rather but than four. Yep. I brought it up with them. I said, hey, I actually had COVID about two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, did they say that's at, okay? At first, the guy said, oh, no, we can't inject you because the rule was four weeks, but that has officially changed as of yesterday. So oh. if you've got no symptoms and are completely recovered, mm-hmm. uh, if you have had it, you're fine to go get your booster shot. So right, that's just great. Just a heads up for everyone. But um, you told us a story about how you were out in the waiting room and you were bobbing your head to the music to the point where the lady had to kick <laughs> you out because you'd waited too long. I was very enthusiastic. There was a banger on the stereo. Yeah. I was just loving life. I was like, hey, it's great. I'm vaccinated. Uh, first of all, vaccine clinic, put on Triple M for the love of God. But <laughs> second of all, I was sitting there and I was, I was sort of half reminiscing going, <laughs> Jules, what a fool. I can't believe she sat here for too long. The people had to wait for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a song comes on, which is one of my personal favourites. Oh, yes. Valerie, what a banger. I found myself bobbing along. <laughs> Lo and behold, I look down. I've <laughs> I've stayed for an extra two minutes. I've walked over to the lady. I've gone, I'm embarrassed. She's like, oh, you can go. Go on. Go oh, on. what? Like, the same lady told me that I was in dreamland. You were, well, well <laughs> so that's why I didn't want to fully apologize. I wasn't as bad as you. I have a feeling you were there half an hour. I was there two minutes. But nonetheless, I get where you're coming from. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. I've found an opportunity of a lifetime for our Bundaberg friends. Wonderful. You mentioned chickens Mm, a little earlier. If you love yourself a live chicken, whether it's a pet of yours or maybe a a friend's got a chicken and you'd like to be famous all around the world, well, we have a job for you. (laughs) Introducing Chicken Daddies. Chicken daddies. Mm-hmm. Oh god! Now, first and for, for foremost, yep, using daddies mm-hmm. in a sexual way, yep, creeps me out. Now, this popped up on my Facebook feed last night, yeah, and it reminds me of those fireman calendars. You know, ones where you've got the sexy men topless, they're posing, they're all greased up, and you have. A different man each month of the year. Okay. JB doesn't know because he's never had one of these calendars. No, I've heard of them. <laughs> I've, yeah. Um, okay. I'm just trying to figure out where the connection to mm. chickens is Well, here. this is sort of a spin-off, right? Yeah. So they get people that love uh, men who love chickens and they pose in different um, farm outfits. 
Some might be little dresses, female dresses, and some might be more Daisy Duke style, so with the short shorts. So they're putting a calendar together of a bunch of flogged out blokes wearing women's clothes next to chickens. Who love chickens. So the chicken might be posing next to them on a hay bale. It might be sitting on top of a mower. It's very rustic. It's very cool. And get this. If you apply now for the 2023 calendar, you can buy this globally. Okay, so how big is this thing? How big is this competition? Like, Well, to be honest, I never heard about this until last night, but yeah. they are looking for Australian men who are interested, who potentially have a chicken. Maybe they can hire one for the shoot do you have to get your and get kit, famous. Do you have to get your kit off or anything? I mean, there are some that are sporting some beer bellies uh, and others are choosing just to wear a T-shirt with their shorts. So Do there's an option. It? Like, if we can get any chicken consent, maybe we can send one in. <laughs> they need to sign a waiver, make sure they're is it okay. Just, could we do it as a team or is it just blokes? I mean, there are chicken mummies um, oh, on the, the website, but it is looking for a call out for men. But it's okay, JB. I'll grab myself a moustache. Okay. We'll head down to Splitter's Farm <laughs> and we're sorted. Cross chicken cross <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. I had a bit of a struggle getting to sleep last night. Yeah, you were tossing and turning, yeah. checking out the clock. Do you ever have that where you just toss and turn all night? Yes. You, you're tired. but It's just... always the times where you really need a lot of sleep that night. A hundred percent. And I find myself checking my phone and looking at the time and adding up the maths going, no. all right, now I have four and a half hours sleep. <laughs> now I'll have a max of three hours sleep. And that then just you, stresses you then out. Then you think about that. So there's plenty of people um, around the world that do struggle with insomnia and struggle to get to sleep. Yeah. Uh, which is why this video pricked my ears. There's a guy by the name of Justin Augustine. Hmm. Hey, hey, Justin. Justin Augustine. And um, this was the pretense of the video. There's actually a military proven technique to fall asleep in exactly two minutes after closing your eyes. It's- that sounds too good to be true. Two minutes. You're telling me people that struggle can do this. Can, well, apparently, and this is apparently proven, he used the word military, which made me go, okay, interesting. Mm. Um, so basically, in the military, they are forced in uncomfortable situations. And yeah. having enough sleep, especially when you're at war or if you've got to fly a jet or something mm. like that, you need to be well rested, right? So, You'd be stressed. So the, the American military come up with a way for their for their soldiers to mm-hmm. fall asleep in any situation really quick. And they've developed this over the years to apparently be able to sleep in any circumstance. So while you're in your bed, mm. it should be pretty much foolproof, right? So if it works for the Defence Force, it should work for us lowly humans. sleeping on a rock in the middle of a war, I think we should be right. Okay, so I'm listening. I've got a bit of the test here. Um, anyone driving a car, don't do this because I don't want to risk you falling asleep. <laughs> it may work too well. Just save it for later on. Um, but this is a little snippet of it. Now, while you're doing this, it's really important to clear your mind of any stresses. To do this, think of two scenarios. One, you're lying in a canoe on a calm lake with nothing but a clear blue sky above you. Two, you're lying in a black velvet hammock in a pitch black room. At any time when you start thinking of anything else or you start getting distracted, repeat these words for 10 seconds. Don't think. Don't think. Don't think. A little bit creepy, you have to say. Yeah, that guy's kind of... Don't think, don't think, don't think, don't you dare think, don't have a thought. (laughs) What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Windscreen wipers. 
I need to get replacement wiper blades. Oh, no. What's happened? It's just the little flaps come off. It's just... Oh, just, not good. Oh, it'll be right. Okay. I, I assume it won't <laughs> rain from now until... <laughs> Until the next wet season. For so a little bit. I'll yeah. be right. Well, typically windscreen wipers, they are used when it is raining. <laughs> yes. That's that's the purpose of it. Indeed. Indeed. And um, I've, I've just got a bit of a, a confusion that I need to clear up here on the show. Right. Because I noticed on Saturday when I pulled up to Hinkler, got myself a park, <laughs> and the car next to me, the windscreen wipers were doing something, not getting rid of rain, but they were pointing upwards. So, so, yeah, with your windscreen wipers, how you can, like, turn them so they're off the windscreen. Yes. That's so you can clean your yeah, windscreen and cleaning. stuff. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I, well, I've done it before. Have you? Yeah, just I remember when I was at high school, when my mate first got his pee plates, mm-hmm. he'd start driving his ute. So, naturally, I'd just put his wiper blades up and be like, <laughs> To mess him, with them? Just for a bit of yes. bit of funniness. An old friend of mine, when she played netball, um, she had a crush on this guy in the netball team. It was mixed netball. And every time that he left, he used to put her windscreen wipers up to oh, say hello. And she was ch- like, he did it for me again. A little cheeky flirt, but that is. for me, I would find it annoying. And I don't know whether this particular car parked at Hinkler, it was to say hello or not. I would guess it was a stitch up of a friend. That would be my okay. guess anyway. Well, I have taken a photo of this particular car. Okay. And I want to show it to you, JB, because there is a business on this car. I'm handing it over now. Can I reveal the business? Um, have a look at it. You might not want to. You might want to say the industry type. <laughs> uh, it's a real estate. <laughs> so are you going to change your mind now that might be a stuff you, yeah. I can't find a rental? I think it's a stuff you for putting my rent up. <laughs> I would <laughs> yeah, agree me with too. That's it for now. Catch JV and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.